Hi friends. This week it is the long-awaited return of Johnny and Yusuf from propanefitness.com and it's the start of a new series. These catch-up episodes are going to have no agenda, no topic that we're particularly trying to cover. It's just going to be an update of what we've been reading in the news and looking at and listening to recently and probably a lot of weird stuff from Yusuf as per usual. Um, I want you to thank everyone who has supported us over the last few weeks. The play count is just going through the roof. We've just topped 5 million listen minutes over the last 12 months, which is just blowing my mind. Please continue to share the episodes. It's such a massive help. And don't forget to get in touch at Chris Willex on all social media. Also, I have so many episodes backed up now that I might actually start doing two a week. I was thinking maybe one on a Monday and one on a Thursday during the weeks where I've got quite a lot to release. So if you think that's a good idea, let me know. All right, quick maths. The less that your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money that you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce the costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory and HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite and you are improving efficiency by bringing all your business processes into one platform. Over 37 thousand companies have already made the move so do the maths and see how you will profit with NetSuite. Back by popular demand NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com modern right now. That's netsuite.com modern. This episode is brought to you by Crafted London. Finding men's jewellery that doesn't suck is very difficult and Crafted London have nailed it. They're the number one men's jewellery company worldwide. They're sweatproof, waterproof, heatproof, and gym-proof. They've got custom designs in gold and silver, necklaces, chains, pendants, bracelets, rings, and earrings. If you've seen me on any of the big cinema episodes on YouTube wearing a necklace, it will always be from Crafted. I absolutely love it. It works with formal wear, casual wear, whether it's daytime or nighttime. All of the pieces are super high quality. The designs are great, and uh, I love them. That's It's all I wear. Also, they have an unlimited lifetime guarantee so if your piece breaks for any reason at any point during the entire life of the product they will give you a new one for free get a 15 percent discount site-wide on everything by going to bit.ly slash cd wisdom and using the code mw15 at checkout that's bit.ly slash letter c letter d wisdom and mw15 at checkout this episode is brought to you by Whoop. I've worn Whoop for over four years now, since way before they were a partner on the show, and it is the only wearable I have ever stuck with because it's the best. It is so innocuous, you do not remember that you've got it on, and yet it tracks absolutely everything 24-7 via something from your wrist. It tracks your heart rate, it tracks your sleep, your recovery, all of your workouts, your resting heart rate, your heart rate variability, how much you're breathing throughout the night. It puts all of this into an app and spits out very simple, easy to understand and fantastically usable data. It's phenomenal. I am a massive, massive fan of Whoop and that is why it's the only wearable that I've ever stuck with. You can join for free Pay nothing for the brand new Whoop 4.0 strap. Plus, you get your first month for free and there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you can buy it for free, try it for free, and if you do not like it, after 29 days, they will give you your money back. Head to join.whoop.com slash 
modernwisdom. That's join.whoop.com slash modernwisdom. But for now, please welcome Johnny and Yusuf from Propane Fitness. Ladies and gentlemen, look who's joined me again. Johnny and Yusuf from propanefitness.com. It's been a long while. Welcome back. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to us. Welcome to <laughs> So today we're doing a catch-up episode. No agenda, no topics in hand other than just what's been going on in our lives recently. So what's been going on in your life recently, Jonathan? What have you been doing? <laughs> Why do you... I was Jonathan throwing famous the TV Hot potato. <laughs> there you go. Oh, see. Yeah, I have been on TV. Today. Love it's Island. Like Love Island, Island 2019. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Love Island. But you yes, couldn't sir. think of anything worse than going to Love Island. You're not there are some worse things. Ads manager is... <laughs> you wouldn't be able to <laughs> do your Facebook ads. So why were you on TV? God. So I was basically put on TV by someone who wanted to go on Pointless but didn't have a partner. <laughs> so if you if you don't watch Pointless, it's a it's aired, I think it's six days a week in the UK. Have you ever seen Pointless? No. You've probably seen the now. bit that I was in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that was very much like me before I realised, like, on the train, on the way down, I should probably watch an episode of this. <laughs> so on a hotspot and quickly get an episode. Right, yeah. Right, so there's a man, he asks me So it, in, the, in, like, the, the warm-up, so you arrive, I'm in the room, and the woman said, sometimes people get to this point and they haven't seen an episode of the show. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, so that is a common problem then. It's not like, because I no, thought no, you no. would be the only person. She was making that out to be... At least it's not that bad. You know, at least it's not that ridiculous. And you're just like... Because yeah. <laughs> when you're there, you're in their world and everyone's there taking it very seriously and the fact that you think it's all pointless and stupid, yeah. pointless, yeah. isn't funny. And it's not funny to you either because you're about to go on national TV and potentially be made to look like an absolute prick. But it, it actually went all right. It actually went all right. Can you tell us about your jumper? This oh, jumper? yeah. No, no. So, oh, the ju- oh. So, so I called Johnny... <laughs> the day the day before he had to go down he was, it like, was the day of you said I, I, I can't talk I'm in Primark I'm having a nightmare <laughs> I wasn't allowed to wear any of my jumpers and I have to get a plain orange green or blue jumper I couldn't, couldn't be green so it, the blue video guy seems like spe- obviously it couldn't a very be green specific blue oh okay which is why it was the blue that I was wearing and you only have navy so you're jumpers. not the, the biggest problem is you're not allowed anything with a logo yeah and you have had an embroidery that's three centimetres tall like visible only from up close, but, but was not too much. Yeah. So that, that's but all my clothes. You I had a name tag, didn't you? Yeah. So can they not just stick that on top of the logo? It depends on the, the position. So the so name tag's also got have, a very... They try and line the, the name tags up because I'm taller than... Has to be at the middle. What, so was yours at your, your, your belly button? Mine was, yeah. No, no. <laughs> it was slightly... <laughs> Mine was mid-thigh. Yeah. It's just not how it appears. Um, but yeah, it was it was fine. It was quite stressful. You, you came across very well. Thanks. If, I'm excited. Anyone who has not seen Johnny's episode of Pointless, it's now available on BBC iPlayer. Only for, for the next 29 days. Okay. So hurry the so, hell up. Mm-hmm. You need to go and watch it now. Do you know yeah. what episode number it is? No. 12. <laughs> Thank you. Is that a joke? No. I'll, uh, if it I can find it, I'll 12. put a link in yeah. the show oh, notes okay. below. So go and watch. Yusuf, what's been going on in your life? What's been happening? I've just been deep in the work cave, unfortunately. there's not. You can see from my pasty complexion, I'm racially Arab. And you wouldn't know. It's all being sucked out of you. Yeah. Um, so I've got my finals coming up. So uh, in three months' time, 
if I pass, then ducte. Ducte. You could be you you could be looking at someone's ailments. So is, yeah, is, is, are the semi-finals now. So the, these are the semi-finals, right? And then, and then you get you qualify into the finals into the tournament and the, right. yeah. the Premiership. You, there's that, a, there's a round the, robin, isn't there? The start. Yeah. That, that's all the football words I know. In, in, in five seconds. Offside. Premiership. 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 Yeah. <laughs> are you showing up? You're showing up with your double pigeon, aren't you? I've got a slightly tight left hip, as Versus. always happens when, yeah. when I sit on this fucking sofa. Yeah, it's a oh, different sofa. I've seen you on that podcast with the giant. He's always, he's always <laughs> got a, a tight hip. There was, there was someone who commented on the Love Island video saying, why is that blonde guy so, so big? big? Yeah. And you're like... Because you were just like... <laughs> yeah. That was when you were at peak 105 kilos as well, wasn't so it? So the, the interesting thing, so there's another episode of Pointless, right, that's yet to air. So I thought it was going to be on tonight. It wasn't on tonight. So there's obviously a gap because mm-hmm. there was a gap in filming of like three months. Mm-hmm. And in that time, I think I gained about five kilos and grew my hair. <laughs> So you look like a completely so I, yeah, different... Yeah, so, so, so fair enough. And they're like, oh, you've ruined the continuity. I, I bet job. they were about to run them day by day, and they're like, fucking hell, that twat, like, we can't now. Because <laughs> they, they say, like, try not to change your appearance, and I'm for like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I'm I, I just commenced on Project Top Knot. I just moved up a weight class. Well. So when in the intro bit where they're like, oh, Johnny, hello, welcome, what do you do? And you were like, I'm an online fitness coach. And they were like, well, what's that? <laughs> yeah. So you, you know, you work in a gym at home, and then you you tell people no, mm, no, that's all no, right. pajamas. <laughs> yeah. Like, one of the lads oh. the other day had a Skype interview for a placement, and one of the boys that he lives with took a photo from the side, and he'd gone full suit from the waist up oh. and boxes from the waist that's down. Excellent. The Trevor <laughs> McDonald. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's been happening in Chris? Inside of Chris, inside of me. inside of the Chris conversation. No, um, we went to a. We did a. What is there in your water? There's a pube. I don't think it's a pube. <laughs> Maybe it's one of my beard hairs. It's unlikely. Most likely. <laughs> most likely. Yeah. I. You, it's funny how you just assume short hair is pube, a pube. Short hair. Actually, yeah. It's more likely to be. Well, I mean, you someone to... saying there's a pube is very year nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It, there used to be jeans called pubes. I made that up. Yeah, maybe. I think so. Another year nine thing, wearing the chain with your wallet on. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. School trousers. Clip it on and then it comes back and then your wallet goes in your pocket. Yeah. Just in case someone was going to steal People it. used to wear South Park characters on their jeans. you remember them? Oh, it's like a little People stand. used to have a little Ken or a little Kyle. Kyle year seven. Stan. Flat hair and then... Yeah, shockwaves, shockwaves, well, wet look. Shockwaves or vertical. vertical, yeah. We went to a meditation retreat, didn't we? We did. We did a one day in Harnham Monastery called Harnham. Harnham, Aruta Nigiri mm-hmm. in Belsay. Beautiful place. It was amazing, but it was really difficult for anyone who is considering doing a meditation retreat. It's really fucking hard. <laughs> like, it's yeah. the physical part of it that's hard, isn't it? Oh, it's just staying awake. Like you know, really? being being sedentary, but also staying awake, but having your eyes closed. Like it's yeah, an odd blend of, of time. it's an odd blend of. Uh, so where did you sit? On the yeah, floor, outside, inside. So we did fit pretty much fifty fifty of either walking or feel out, as in uh, outside meditation versus uh, feel in sitting. So I was sat in a beanbag or walking around a lake, which was pretty beautiful. But is there like a room in the monastery that you go to? There's a number of rooms. Is there? So we went and sit in the Dharma Hall. <clears throat> where they've got sandalwood burning and a big big Buddha statue oh, and nice. just a rack full of different cushions and you can choose like the cushion based on 
your wow. preference. So, yeah. And were there other people there? Pretty much no one. Yeah. Quite quiet. They like should they should speak to they should speak around. to us at Voodoo Events like we get that place fill it yeah. <laughs> yeah buzzing but they love that yeah like VIP cushions yeah 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 Q yeah. jump cushions yeah exactly buy one get one free cushion yeah that's all, all of the all of the above um, what else has been happening a lot of podcasting to... a lot of podcasting podcasted with Rory Sutherland which you enjoyed anyone who has not listened to the episode with Rory Sutherland. Go and check it out now. It will be in the show, show notes for below. Chris getting absolutely pied. When Railroad is. Yeah. <laughs> it is excellent. Good well, episode. So during the podcast with Rory, the British gas man came around to fix his boiler because he'd had a problem. And Rory's a little bit like, kind of like Brian Blessed from Blackadder. He's a big sort of gruff British man. And he, he speaks like that and everything's a bit fucking shit, isn't it? <laughs> and he, uh, <laughs> the British gas guy came around. And see, I've cut bits out. But I had to, or I endured the entirety of the exchange, and it was just hilarious. This British gas guy comes back after he's set him away in Wessel podcasting, and I left this bit in. Sure, if he comes back into the room and he's like, uh, "Mate, it's uh, it's all done in there now." Uh, 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 Chris, one second. What, what, what's that? Uh, it's uh, oh, it's all all fit. Uh, bloody hell, already. Yeah, well, you had uh, you had three leaks actually coming one at the top, one in the one in the middle, one at the bottom. I, 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 I must give you I must give you 20 pounds <laughs> and he goes no mate, mate it's it's absolutely fine he's like, no 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 no. I insist I insist <laughs> have a have a good uh, have a what day is it it's Friday have a, have, a, have a good weekend and then he gets back on the podcast and he hasn't put his headphones in yet and I didn't realise and I said Rory is that a smartwatch you're wearing right so Asia and I'm like oh fuck <laughs> For anyone who's listening, it just sounds like you've had the biggest cream yeah. pie ever. But so, so I was going to ask you whether he tipped him because I just heard that. No, 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 no. I insist. I insist. Yeah, I, I think like, he got he got twenty quid out of his wallet and gave it to him. He, the the thing that I really liked about him is the way he swears. Very tactical. Yeah, because you know when sometimes people use swearing as, as filler, mm-hmm. the way he swears really makes it sound better. It's, it's an accentuation. Yeah, because he said fucking. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Brilliant. It's because it's very deliberate. I think yeah. some people swear when they're thinking of words and buying for time. Fulton, Fulton, yeah. yeah. Whereas this You was... do that, don't you? Constantly. <laughs> all the swear all the time. But it's idiosyncratic as well for a lot of people, whereas his is very deliberate, very yeah. precise speech, which I think is, that precise speech is one of the, if you were to design a good podcast guest, all of the best podcasts that I've done are with people who are precise with their mm. speech. There's, nothing more or less than they need to say and they yeah. say exactly what they need to yeah. I just think his opinion I'm I feel such an affinity with him because of his opinion towards the Shatuffer which is the bum spray the high pressure bum spray that they use because he was like in what other world would you get a bit of poo on your face and just, oh, I'll just wipe that off with a bit of dry paper it'll be fine it's a disgrace I mean it's absolutely barbaric I mean, in what other- <laughs> the, the Arabs they've got it they've got it right haven't they and it goes the I bit where don't he's- know how I feel about this what about the bum spray? Yeah. Wet toilet paper, people think it's just for fucking perverts, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> it's for people, people with medical problems. And <coughs> but, so he's, he says that if we put those pre-wetted toilet papers rather than on the top shelf of the supermarket where it looks like the, the pervert shelf, yeah. mm-hmm. if you just put it somewhere that's really accessible, yeah. then you can well, turn it into sales. a mainstream thing. Well, yeah. I, just, his, his, I was saying this to yourself, like his job is just to sit and think, isn't it? At the top of a, a big mountain. He's, he's at the top of a big organisation and he's just got a big chair in a room. Cigar. Where he just Chesterfield. Sits and thinks. 
about like where might the world be going. So you'd, um, if you go on Ogilvy's website and he's if you're not on there, is he? No, no, he is. So oh, is I he? implore you to go on and have a look. And it says Rory Sutherland, vice chairman of Ogilvy Advertising. And below that, the, I swear to God, one of the first couple of sentences is something akin to Rory created his own job title, which is purposefully vague. <laughs> like, mate, is, there a, vice... is there a chairman? Yeah, there will be. It, but it must be on the board, I'm going to presume as well. Mm. Um, but then there's like Ogilvy UK, Ogilvy, blah, blah, blah. Because David Ogilvy is dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now he's set up this massive... All over the world, big, big man. All, all over the world. But yeah, I mean, when he was, he's, some of the stuff he said about like, you know, I, I do think that the Russians are probably pretty shit drivers on, <laughs> uh, you know, on balance. But that's because of the, the, everyone's, every car seems to come with a, a bloody a, a road traffic camera at the front of it. And you're like, <laughs> so speaking of which, that's another, so I've been rear-ended twice in the last month. In a car. In a car. We should clarify yeah. that. In a car. Yeah. Um, one was my fault. One wasn't. So the guy who was my fault paid for the one who wasn't, so I'm break-even. <laughs> and you've had two great experiences in the, in the, in the middle two of it. Two incredible so. experiences. It's, you know what it is? As soon as you feel that impact, the sense, the sense is, it's not like, ah, I'm an it's, it's just all of the admin flashes before you <laughs> All of the, like, oh, like my God, bright the, light. the paperwork. Oh. <laughs> like, it, it's so... It's such... It, that's way more painful than any whiplash could, could do, because you're like... There is certainly... Something afoot here. There's, I, I think things I'd, come in clusters like I, that. Well, I, I'd love to know. So I have a theory that people with dash cams get in more accidents than people without dash cams. So ironically, my dash cam, I got a crap one and it didn't record when it actually <laughs> needed to work. So got re-rendered the first time. Tried to take my dash cam out, plug it into the computer, and it records like thirty-second clips of journeys that I've done. Five years ago, and nothing, nothing about the the accident that I had, and then because it was still at home, I was trying to get the footage from it. And I got it wasn't plugged in when you got oh in the second time. So I'm just going to get rid of it and buy a dual facing one because you think like yeah. most. Well, hang on, did are, you just have one facing in one direction? Just a front facing. Okay, yeah. So to I mean, get a dual facing one that connects to your phone or Wi-Fi is almost impossible. Really? Yeah, the reviews... Gap in the market. Someone who has access to small portable video cameras. Does it just record onto a hard drive and then reset, reset, So it records reset. on loop, yeah. And then it has... Some of them have a sensor. So if you if it has an impact, it will save the last That's clever. 10 minutes. So I mean, a lot of the... Like stuff like Canary is... I think it's 28 days that it records on cloud. <clears> and then after 28 days, it'll just... I don't know what Canary is. Home security. Yeah, home, like oh, same as Nest or whatever, right. whatever. Um, speaking of which, Darren got a Nest. I think I've told you this before. Mm. He got a Nest, which is like a smart uh, thermostat for your house. And because he's him and his wife have got a young child and dogs and he has a chaotic working environment, like there's no continu... Sorry. <laughs> is that... I mean, vibrating phone during a podcast is... Is that... Is uh, that what do you want me to do? Is it... Well, <laughs> turn it on silent. That's on silent? But it vibrates? Yeah. Is that what happens at night? Uh, yeah. That's disgusting. It's only good things, I've told you. That's disgusting. I don't like... Who doesn't like mind being woken up by a really good thing? That is a story that... I, I don't know whether we've mentioned this, where I came to pick Johnny up at 7am for a competition. We were going to Leeds. I think we have spoken about it, but... Oh, okay. Go on, go on. Go on went, to, went to his family home, knocked on his door. This was a few years ago. Mum answered the door, and uh, she, I was like, have you seen Johnny? She was like, no, I've not, I've not seen him. I don't know where he is. And I just hear footsteps running down Fuck. the stairs. Johnny's like... Oh, like bleary eyed, like what time is it? 
It's like it's seven twenty-five. Like oh god, and he was like, right, you know what's happened? My Apple Watch at four a.m. woke me up and just said beep beep. You've been sat down too long. Time to get up. So I so I got up and like, and then my girlfriend was like, "What are you doing, Johnny? Are you trying? It's four in the morning." And I was like, "Oh." So went. <laughs> so he went back to sleep, and then it didn't wake him up when, 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 you, when you actually needed yeah. it. This is when we try and optimize too hard. Like, yeah. so th- there was a good tweet that Jordan put out yesterday. That, um, uh. George about yesterday saying about asymmetric risks and one of the biggest is that who it was yeah right well Naval Ravikant via George oh got it but it wasn't Naval was it it was Naval Ravikant bot which is owned by George (laughs) if you are on Twitter check out Naval (laughs) Uh, it's Naval bot N-A-V-A-L B-O-T and it's just like uh, aphorisms that are unbelievable on on loop Um, one of the biggest I think one of the biggest asymmetrical risks is single alarm clock. It's dangerous, man. Yeah, because like one day when it fails... Yeah, that's the day that you really, really need it. Yeah, so... By, so it's asymmetric risks and asymmetric benefits? Opportunity. Opportunity. So in other words, the size of the game is smaller than the risk. Yeah. The so size of the risk is smaller than the entering cost. Entering a position with a small stop loss and a very, very large take profit. So... Are, they, are the opportunities? Yeah. yeah. So, so what's, the, what's the other one? Um, that has a, a small a massive, upside. Small upside, massive downside. So, so for, for me, texting while driving. Yeah, is the texting, texting while driving, texting another uh, person while you're in a relationship is another one. Like you're right. going to get a very limited upside benefit to that. Or doing multi texts with another yeah. person. Yeah. Was it you that said like if you would if you had to show the text that you were writing while driving in court? Ben. Uh yeah. Yeah. And like, let's say you had a crash or you killed someone, you hit a pedestrian. And then in court, they're like, well, what text were you writing? And you're like, mm. lol, or like just some... It's so fucking like, vapid shit. Yeah, it, it is. The trouble is, it, when you're next in the car, watch how many people coming the other way are looking at the road. So few people. Yeah. And then you think, if they veer off, what am I going to do? So with automated car, uh, what's it called, self-driving cars, apparently there's like a, there's like a hundred or a thousand fold less risk to die... By a self-driving car than it is to mm-hmm. die. From it. This, it is, is, this is this is. But people prefer to be. Um, they're, like they're scared of self-driving cars because they would prefer to die by their own hand, even if it's a hundred or a thousand times. Me, more me and you both quote tweeted the same thing that we would uh, prefer to die by our own volition than live at the behest of a machine. Unbelievable. Mm. You like? So I suppose it's when it's when the machine goes wrong. It's the but destroying the, a planet to make paperclip scenario, isn't it? It's, so the problem, the problem that people have with it is that for some reason they're prepared with a huge amount of uh, real risk that comes from humans, a huge amount of human risk, but this tiny, and then they obsess about, well, what if it's a mother of three versus a, a pram with a baby? And you're like... like when is that ever going to happen? Fuck, well, even if, even <laughs> if it I'm does... Like, like, how do you make that decision? Yeah, okay, so it's a utilitarian... It's somehow better to leave that decision in the hands of a human who's just going to be like... Oh, <laughs> and kill them both. Uh, crash in a <laughs> shop and kill ten people. Yeah. <laughs> I'd let, just let Tesla just make a like a judge value cost of life and just make the best decision. Yeah, outsource, that's all you can do. Outsource anyway, everything to Elon Musk. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what else I've been listening to recently: "The End of the World" with Josh Clark. That sounds cheery. Link will be in the show notes below. It is the most um, advanced and clever use of the podcast platform that I've listened to so far. So, if you can imagine a ten-episode podcast series where he is talking about different existential threats 
um, as asteroids, AI risks, physics experiments, uh, all sorts, everything, very, very comprehensive. And the entire show has been engineered by very, very clever uh, sound engineers. And there's soundscapes going on in the background. So as he's talking about traveling through space, there's like whooshing space sounds and kind of low-level music and rumbling when he'll talk about asteroids. It's going to be great on three times speed. (laughs) (laughs) Just white-knuckling the steering wheel. (laughs) So here's here's the thing. That is such a unique problem to have. I don't listen to... So I do listen to audiobooks on two times speed. I listen to podcasts as they are. I think I see a podcast as... Leisure. Leisure. But an audiobook is like, I'm reading this for work to gain oh, okay. information. I, you I, just see all audio as wasting I, your time. How do I consume it as rapidly yeah. as well? To be honest, three times pushes my limit a bit. But because <laughs> it's it. like... But, you can't even get... So the only way that you can get um, three times speed is by going up to specific kinds of apps. So if even if you're... It, hacked, scone apps. If you're yeah. listening now on uh, Apple Podcasts, I implore you to try this out. If you press the multiplication thing, it'll go 1, 1.5, 2... 0.5? So, oh, really? Yeah. I'm using a new podcast app called Castro, which is excellent, but it only has like 1, 1.2, 1.5, up to 2, and then the next speed up is 3, <laughs> and 2 is too slow for me, and 3 is a little bit too fast, but that's me. <laughs> but, Would you like an egg? Or, we like an egg. And it metastasizes into <laughs> bone cancer. How do you explain that? <laughs> it was just in Iceland. You were listening to some really kind of droll guy talk about all the different ways that shin cancer can become cancer everything can else. Move. Yeah. So I, I was sat. My bedroom was the living room. So I was on the sofa, and Yusuf was very unwell for the entire time. And I just could. I'd wake up to two mornings. The first morning, I woke up to. Yusuf standing, wearing a woolen hat <laughs> and some shorts, <laughs> cooking on a portable hob in the corner of a room. That thing blew me away, by the way. The, that, the portable hob? Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like a if you close a laptop and make it twice as thick. That's a hob. And it's a... Yeah, it's a hob. So it's like, how, how is it generating it? the heat? Unbelievable. Like, but, yeah, so... They just value space it's efficiency. It's slow, slow <laughs> proof. So Yusuf's like crouched over this hob with a pan, turns around and says, would you like an egg? Single egg, boiled egg. That was what he was offering me for my breakfast, which I declined, I believe. Really? So I think we only had three left, so it was just going to be an egg, <laughs> egg each. Yeah. And then we bought some Lucky Charms, is that what yeah, we which were the cheapest cereal in Iceland. They were £9,400. As opposed to nine and a half grand. There was a, dis- grand, which there was was a discount, yeah. Um, nine and a half grand to get into the supermarket, then nine and a half grand for... Should we talk about Five Festival again? I've already talked about it with Alex uh, Cortez, but it's just so good. It, did you watch this? I've on- seen it now, yeah. Have you? Yeah. Do you realise you watch it at normal speed? Normal speed. You were, on you and Ben's recommendation. Did you watch it with Amy? Yeah. Right. So I, I can only, <laughs> the, the only times I'm forced to watch things at normal speed are if there's other people in the You room just got to, when, when you say something that doesn't fit into, this is what Yusuf does, you've got to find the, the reason why. There's a justification. Like, is he unwell? Yeah. Or is it? Is he unwell? Yeah. <laughs> so um, one of my favourites, to segue before we go on the Fire Festival, one of my favourite things is where you say, you can have a five pound discount 
on massages that you give people. So you're a trained masseuse, <laughs> but you offer people a five pound discount if they allow you to listen to whatever podcast or audiobook you're listening to at the time. But obviously, if you flip that on its head, what you could look at is there is a five pound surcharge if you don't want to listen to what I'm listening to at the moment. That's a good point. It's five pounds is so arbitrary as well, isn't it? It's like it's, it's enough that. You'd probably sit and think, like, do I want Because also, someone will say yes. Because I remember uh, Gibbo saying, he, he was having a, he was like, you said, give me a massage. He was, something about funnel marketing. Metastasizing <laughs> really in skin un- cancer. I understand it, but I, it was okay, I suppose. Something and he, about straddle options in the <laughs> Russian equity market. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, you should charge people for that. It's free content. Like, the I, stuff you've I got will access curate to. excellent yeah. educational content for you. Yeah. Well, a lot of it's paid. Like, it's either part of a nine grand a year degree not or a paid program. That's, or... that's a good point, actually. Like, it is value adding. Yeah. In, but it's just very specific. They recognize the value. Yeah. Not if you're on OSEND. Not if you're on OSEND, yeah. Um, yeah. And then to, to bookend that conversation, when uh, you've finally got onto the life hack of getting your hair cut at home, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Thank you. Um, but before before the hairdresser went round to his, she texted me to say, like, hang on a second, I'm about to go around to this person's house that I've never met before. I probably should think about my own safety. Is he, is he a weirdo? And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> you said like no more than I am yeah that, that doesn't really the, say much. The, the, if the canary in the coal mine is me like there's probably but, and then apparently so I knew that this was going to be I could foresee the scoby problem occurring like, which was he's, that he's not a touchy kind of no um, but tie you up weirdo yeah. he's just uh, it's what you listen to you make you feel uncomfortable <laughs> yeah so what I had in my head and I knew it was going to happen and sure enough it did was that Yusuf was going to be sat down and he would be forced to make small talk with someone in his house. But he would know that at that point, all that he needed to do would be like press the play button. <laughs> but but the, there's too many, you know, like that as your on-ramp, like introduction, Yusuf 101. Like you can't have Yusuf 101 as... Well, that, that's it. Oh, God, you know. <laughs> and I messaged him the next day and I was like, did he... um? Did he make? Did he play anything? And then she was like, "No, no." I was like, "Fucking no, hell!" I did. So, so I, I gave her a ten-minute grace period <laughs> of small talk, and then I was like, "Right, I think we've reached the threshold of like I've established that I am a no, I, that I can pretend to be a normal enough human for ten minutes." <laughs> hey, do you? I'm just listening to the middle of a podcast. Can I? And I was like, "You know what? I'll be nice. Let's put the speed to a normal." <laughs> I think I put it on like one point two and hope she wouldn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a, it was um, Stan Groff talking about like the the psychoanalytic map of human consciousness. Oh, oh, I'm sure that she loved that. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> like she spends all day hearing to people he- hearing people talk about Reveal magazine. Mm. Fair, well, to be fair, it's quite a yeah. It was like the cartography of archetypes of um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jungian architecture. Yeah. It was very- so Firefest, tell me what you think because I'm absolutely fucking amazed <clears throat> to find out what you you thought about it. So for anyone that doesn't know, I suppose, Fire was a really impressively, um, it was a, a festival. It was an app. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it start, started off as an app and then they decided to launch a festival off the back of it. Very good at hype. They hired a lot of uh, supermodels and high high definition, like high production value stuff to go and film the promo for a festival out in the Bahamas, buying one of... Uh, 
Pablo Escobar's old <laughs> islands and they were going to host it there. So they said. Yeah. And so they, they made it look like an amazing experience. Got a lot of high profile people, like, a bit weird, like Blink-182 and Ja Rule, like all like captains <laughs> of 1996. Um, <laughs> and, and so they then... But, Do you know what's amazing? That you would have looked at that lineup and gone... I've heard of them. What the fuck? Sounds all right. right. That sounds okay. I think I'll book my ticket. Oh, yeah. it's 10,000 pounds. Some 41. Yeah. I've heard of those people. <laughs> um, so, the, 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 obviously, it all fell down when they actually went to implement it and realised that the island had no infrastructure. The organisation was a complete mess. And just seeing the whole thing progressively fall apart. The way that the documentary is made is so impressively stressful as well. Did yeah. you find this where, like... You sat there and you're like, oh. Well, my my empathy uh, as a business person just had me, like, I was white knuckling. I was thinking mm, it's right up it. your street because it's like. It, yeah. Well, I mean, it, for any, any of the club promoters that are listening, it is just, it's all of our worst nightmares rolled into one. At what point could you tell that it was going to go wrong? Game over. I realised like, that's the whole premise of the show. Pretty, so pr- pretty soon, I think. Like, as soon as they talk, because it's the stuff that you don't think about, the, the infrastructure of things like bio waste disposal. Like, the problem wasn't really selling the events. Stuff. Getting rid of poo. Where do you put the poo? You're like on an island. $100,000 worth of Evian water that the ops Help. director had to go and suck off the customs officer. <laughs> and I turned up there, fully prepared <laughs> to suck his dick. And you're like... He got loads of positive... He's a legend. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you know what? The other thing is... Well, there's, there's, either way, it could be... <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Um, but so yeah, I mean, <laughs> people be like, "It's a bit weird." Yeah, um, I thought it was it was really really. I've watched it twice now. That's how much I enjoyed. I it. felt very sorry for him. I might watch it again. Billy McFarland. No, no, I felt very sorry for the the, the dick sucking man. It, it's that's really arrogant of him because basically the customs officer held was a hundred thousand liters. $100,000 worth. I think it was like three articulated lorries worth. Okay, so hundred forty thousand dollar customs charge. And the guy said that he was going to go over because the customs officer was gay and try and seduce him. And no, no, no. The, everyone told him that this is what he had to do. This is what he had to do. Yeah. So but, he was like commandeered as like, you're the highest profile gay man that we've got. Like you'll it, put a dick in your still, mouth. It's so arrogant to think like, I like for me to give someone a blowjob, it's worth $140,000. Like, it's, I suppose it's just all you've got at that point, isn't it? Mm. Like, it's either who, that or... What would you have done? If it was the other way around, who would pay that much? I don't think anyone's ever paid $140,000 in Gonna the world. Gonna have to be a good blood They definitely would have done. You're absolutely... 140 grand? Yeah. Why not? Because you just find someone that would be willing to take 139. I don't think the person in the in the moment of the transaction... Is that price quoted 140 grand thinking, mm, How's he paid it? Stripe. <laughs> oh, no, 2.9% charge. <laughs> sickening. But if you absorb that, if you absorb that as the, as the vendor... You'd be like, for 140 grand blowjob. Are you a registered me. business? You could claim VAT back on the uh, transaction. And yeah, you can. No, no, I don't. You could. What's the, what's the, what's the input VAT? Um. There is none. <laughs> it's a nightmare. It is. It's a, an absolute nightmare. It's fucking perilous, isn't 140 it? 140 grand blowjob. Um, but yeah, I mean, one of, the, one of the main things, I said this to Alex on the, on the podcast, was that <clears throat> the big difference, and this shows how seduced we are by success, the only reason that everyone slates that the guy that ran it and the festival itself is because it failed. Mm-hmm. And if the stars had aligned sufficiently correctly, 
and a bunch of very lucky things. The water had got sorted and the tents had got sorted and it wasn't that weekend where all of the yachts were there and the, and the, the islands. And yeah, rain. and it hadn't rained and this and the other. A bunch of things, basically his preparation and skill level and virtue and integrity hadn't moved at all on the meter, but all of the luck was turned up to 11 mm. and it all worked fine. So if it was we, still fraudulently gaining oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, capital yeah. and all yeah. that stuff, but things had been just... successful, we'd be hailing him as the fucking... Yeah. And it's purely because we are so seduced by success. Mm, we want to be attached to success so much that it is by any means possible. So I think it's, I think he's a pretty smart bloke. So I, I, six, not, six years in jail now, is it? Was yeah. That, yeah. It's not that smart. So, but obviously, yes, that, that part's not smart. But like, I think the, like, I, I, there are not very many people who could get something to that point. Did you trust him? Did you think he was a charismatic guy? No, I didn't. No, you don't trust him. I don't think. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't I come across at all as trustworthy. He seemed. Yeah, he's got something weird about. It. Even as like he's got a strange gait when he walks. It's smarmy. And, and it's yeah. He's mm-hmm. obviously got some sociopathic kind of like mm-hmm. detachment tendencies because his facial expressions looked as if they were engineered. Like, do you know what I mean? As if he'd like thought, how can I like? He was I mean, meta. He was metacognizant for the entire time that he was. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like he was thinking like, what would. Billy McFarlane say in this in this moment, uh, yeah. And apparently, there's a Hulu version which I'm yet to watch. There's a, a same thing but different documentary, and the Hulu version focuses a lot more on him, right? Um, which I'm looking forward to watching. And apparently, in that, there's a bit some footage from when he's in court. Is this fucking crazy American system where you can just like take a camera in a court, and, like just really? wa- yeah. watch what's going on? Um, and yeah, apparently, there's this bit where. They say, basically, did you say this? He says no. And they say his video of you saying that you did say it. And you can see, apparently, the co- like he's... <laughs> there's like a cognitive dissonance. Of just, yeah, where he's like, hang on a second. Like, I did, but I didn't, but I did, but I... And you're like, oh, hang on. It's obvious that he's just got... He's a compulsive liar, liar. Yeah. who is unable to reconcile a number of different things that he's, he's, if, you, if you look at what he... I know he didn't. So he didn't deliver on the on the product, but the the, the yeah, prep was very like, good. Someone's made a fucking documentary about him. Yeah, about, and so you think like everyone's very quick to criticise, and I completely understand that. But the, the fact is, he made a he made a big wave out of an idea. You need, you need to just put him in the marketing department and have him just very think confined. Of, think of stuff. Yeah, Do you know what I mean, like don't let him near the ops. Like don't let him fucking <laughs> order the coffee. Like, but even stuff like getting everyone to post an orange tile. Yeah, I thought that was mm. so clever. It's a very good idea. Yeah. Just keep him like cordoned off. Yeah, give safe, him a room, safe room, and a whiteboard. Nick, and Nick can stay in there, mate. And a camera, he can just do what he yeah. wants. Yeah. So, do you think he was delusional or deceptive? Combination, because I don't think that you can have that degree. I, I don't think there's any amount of deception which would allow you to continue something when it's obvious it's not. Going well, so when to things work. were going wrong, and he was like, "Guys, we, we can't think about that. We've got to be positive." We're a solutions-based business, not yeah. a problems-based business. So is mm. that just like? blind faith in his own ability and thinking no no we've got to be positive about this like just as Tony Robbins this up as hard as we can or is it like he knows that it's going wrong but like just doesn't want he's holding on to it probably switched so I imagine he didn't start off thinking let's make this big scam oh, I yeah. imagine he started off thinking this is going to work and look you know when that guy like prices it all up and says, mate, this is like 30 million quid. Over budget, yeah. And, and we've, you've got six weeks to do it in. It's normally done in six months. Yeah. At that point, it's months, like... I think they said. Really? Yeah. yeah. Start doing it At that months. point, it's like, fucking hell, like I either 
shit will get off the pot here. Like, I, I better just go balls in with this yeah. and just hope it works. The thing, the thing that was most impressive <laughs> for me was where they were saying, so we'd run out of money and then Billy would jump on a jet, go back to New York, and then he'd come back with another $3 million yeah. in his pocket. And you'd be like, Billy, what the fuck? He's, it's him, he's sucking, he's sucking like, whatever, 30, 30 cocks. That's what he's saying. Do you think that's what he was doing? 30, <laughs> 30 times 140 minus handling fee minus uh, C. I see. Tax. So, right. I don't think that's really what he was doing. <laughs> no, no, but... Um, but he was just lying about his finances, wasn't he, to get the, get the funding. Do you see that he said he, 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 held, he held a number of uh, Facebook options and he had like oh, 10 grand. Really? <laughs> oh, like, yeah, like, I remember that. Like five like, grand. Oh, God, yeah. Because his previous business was like, he sold it for a really small... Yeah, small amount, but Cause it almost it felt to me like a someone someone with a gambling problem. Yeah, mm. like he, he loves the thrill of it and doesn't want the idea to die. Some cost, some cost. So it's like, oh well, I'll just I'll just tell that lie and I'll just lie as well. And I'll, it'll all work out in the end somehow. Like what? the one turn of the wheel, I'll eventually play. Needs my to favorite. needs to read Sam Harris. That's what he needs mm-hmm. to do. What's that called? Where you the the Chinese um, thing where they they make you take incremental commitments that are slightly on off your moral radar. But because they're so small, you keep taking larger and larger ones until you're just deep down the hole, and then you sounds like Darren Brown. Darren Brown, I think Darren Brown probably leverages that particular process very much. Yeah. It's the it's the reverse of compounding interest, isn't it? It's like a number of small <laughs> compounding bad decisions, and before you know it, you like strung up by your nipples in Russia somewhere. <laughs> but it just seems fine because it was only one extra decision yeah. away from. Yeah. One each time, both yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you seen the the Ted Bundy tapes yet, yeah. Johnny? No. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh it's my god! <laughs> you have seen something that you've. So not I, seen. I nearly I started watching it, but I was like, oh, it's pretty fucking good. Is it good? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Great. Yeah, it's exciting. He's just he's just a very charismatic, good looking guy that happens to be a systemically killer, systemically yeah. naughty. Although the, there is still a divide between, I think, the person that he thinks he is and wants to try and be. Very right. much like the Billy thing, actually. It's quite quite scary. There's honest. a lot of so, that. That's, what, that's where my mind's... There's right. another one that James Bailey recommended me to watch, yep. which I've seen, called Abducted in Plain Sight. So I've watched that. That's Did fucking you? weird. It, oh, oh, Christ. <laughs> you should watch that. Is Maddie McCann on it? No. It's similar. No, no. Oh, okay. oh, my God. Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> Give us a synopsis. So that... That's uh, the, out of the three shows that you've mentioned, that's easily the... And it gets the, the best. So I was man, I stood up to get a drink, right? I'm walking walking to the fridge and someone says something and I turned around and went Yeah. I was like, I can't believe should we spoil it for for the audience? I, no, I don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Well so I mean there's a, there's a scene where a guy there's two men in a car. Yep. Who do you know the bit I'm about to say? Yeah, but I, I feel like the, the preamble right. is, is the most like like what led to that point is makes it seem even more ridiculous. Okay, I'm not, I'm not saying. Uh, okay, well, so <laughs> basically, go. it's a family, three daughters. They made friends with another family. The husband of the other family developed a they developed a friendship, and he developed a particular proclivity for one of the daughters, Jan. He would. The parents were aware of it, and they were like, "Oh yeah, it kind of angered us, but we thought, you know, whatever, carried on." And then he would end up staying over at their house multiple times, staying in Jan's bed. One day, the father was away, wasn't able to take Jan to horse riding class. He said, oh, I'll do it. Drugged her, took her away. 
abducted her for several days. The parents didn't call the police or the FBI until five days later because they were like, oh, maybe they're just you know, horse riding or something. Um, That's the tip of the iceberg. It's the tip of the iceberg. Tip of the iceberg. <laughs> and, and so then, um, and, and prior to that as well, what it turned out was that the man had made sexual advances towards the wife of the other family. And so they had a little secret that so she felt hesitant to actually go to the authorities about. And then later, the husband and this other guy had gone on a camping trip and the husband was like, and we were sat in the van and he he looked over at me and he had an erection and he was like, man, I just need some relief. Would he help me out? Would he help brother out? And I was like, so I, I performed an act of masturbation on, and, and, and you're just like and you're like what, what the <laughs> fuck is going so, so he's managed to like have sex with both of the parents from the yeah. other thing and abduct the child <laughs> and then tried to marry it but eventually it gets, he manages uh, to return the child back to the house with a receipt does he have proof of purchase proof of purchase they they don't speak to him for a few weeks and then he becomes mates with them again stays back at a house over and abducts her a second time <laughs> And and when, when when he's abducted her a second time, the parents then know that this happened and they know that he's had previous convictions of being a child abductor. But he said to them, oh, don't worry, I'm recovered now, but part of my therapy is to stay in the bed with little girls. And the parents are like, oh, sounds legit. Okay. Um, and that's they, they let him stay in the bed. There was a, a bit where it's like he was sleeping in her room five nights of every seven in her bed, in her like parents' house. Months. And you're like... But it's a very similar thing where... Are the parents completely the, the deranged? Parent, well, no. Again, this is one of these questions where, are they delusional? Are they complicit? Again, it starts they... off with, oh, I just wanted to take a horse riding once. And then very quickly becomes this mess of just... It makes you so angry at the parents. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like complete neglect. It's though. great mm. that you're watching these things. I've just it been really steamrolled is. into watching but things it's, on it's stuff these that, days. I, I feel like regular TV is brain dead, pointless, but stuff like this is really interesting. It's surely it must be it must be as palatable as you can make television. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's it just it's, it's a, quite like, a complex plot. There's quite a lot of information, big mixture of emotions. Yeah, because yeah. the thing is as well, like no one ever has this conversation about Coronation Street. <laughs> like, e did you see yeah. the, the, the complexities of the metacognition of Roy Cropper? And you're like, no, well, no. Because yeah. it's all just... Can, can so, so funny enough, there would be no Coronation Street plot that even came close to the the ridiculousness of <laughs> and, and that's real. Yeah, and this actually happened. That is true. You couldn't make this stuff up. You couldn't. Uh, what else? he making a murderer? Liam Neeson. Uh, Liam Neeson. I saw one thing of it and then I was like... So CBA. I think if you, if you stuck with that, persevere. it's a very similar thing where it gets to the end and you're like, uh, I can't okay. believe this is happening. Have you watched the second season? No. Second season's not as good, but just like the first season spanned 20 years, right? Mm. Pretty much of timeline. Yeah, yeah. The second one spanned since then until now. So it's oh, like, right. they, they're going to have to chance. stretch this. But they've got, there's a the lady lawyer who is representing him. Right. Is oh yeah, she do. She does motherfucker. Though, yeah, an absolute like mm. proper. Just wheeling the big minigun and just <laughs> oh, pointing at yeah. yeah. <laughs> when the noise is so uniform, it sounds just, like a single hum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The um, there's another one called the staircase. You seen that? No. It's about a guy who gets a guy's in the house with his wife, and his wife dies by falling down the stairs, and the police arrive, but there's like blood all down the stairs like smeared everywhere and he's like she just fell down the stairs is it in the UK? no it's in the US and he's a famous author 
Mm. Fiction. No, it's it's proper Shit. like police tapes stuff, and people are like, and we came to the house, and she's in a right mess, like she's <laughs> blood everywhere, like all this, like all up the wall and everything, and he's like, yeah, yeah, she just must have fallen down. <laughs> and it, that's great as There'll well. There'll be this. Camera footage that vindicates her, where she just absolutely stacks it. She's like, "See, I told you, she's a bloody klutz." Reminds me of this video. It went went viral a few years ago of this guy who breaks up with his wife. Do you know about this? Where he he creates like a trail, like a Valentine's oh, trail. Oh shit! Thing. Yes, have you seen it? He's, no. Oh, it's the it's really savage. I'll try and find it and link it in the show notes below. Yeah, it's like a a, a incremental set of videos. This guy finds out his wife's been cheating then leads her on this, like, Valentine's Day uh, scavenger hunt thing through the house to the bed, and the bed's covered in roses. And it's uh, at the end of it. So there's, like, a card, and it's shaped like a heart, and she has to go around and find the different things, and there's a clue written on each thing, and she eats a chocolate, and she gets up to the bed, and it's like... um, We will... uh, This is the final stage of of our little trail. Um, We will then spend the next the next time at Northern Lights in the hail. Um, I finally have one more question for you when I get one on, down on one knee and ask you, who the fuck is Thomas Rue? <laughs> <laughs> and she looks up and, and, and he's just like, see you later. And he, and he locks the door, puts the key through the door. And he's like, that's just proof so that the police know that I haven't got a key anymore. And he drives off into the night singing into her dildo. Um, oh my god just films himself and like the whole time there's a lot of like excitement in his voice but you can hear the tone of sadness underneath Mm. where he's just like that's the way to deal with it though and like he's British as well isn't he yeah like the guy he's like from yeah he's like just Yorkshire or or Leeds or something like that and the guy so it's very realistic and it's all filmed in like 916 vertical Oh, like, right, on like a front facing camera for alright like darling a... read, read clue number four and then yeah. okay over to the next one and you've got and it's like yeah. he's put like sparkles and glitter on you the car like he's and... had like a psychotic event when he's found out about it he's like <laughs> masterminded this real just accessed another level of cognition because he's been so hurt by it yeah. and then you're driving off with her dildo like it's the final level of thought of yeah. like oh she'll, oh, she'll be up to now that's so, actualization, isn't it Actualization. That's self-actualization, like the dildo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And then at the very, very top, it's just the on the top is... The tip of the dildo. Tip of the dildo. Yeah, just... uh, Liam Neeson. We were going to talk about Liam yeah. Neeson. This is a fucking minefield for us to... Mm. So can we get some background on, on so, Liam Neeson? Um, for the people who don't know, <clears throat> Liam Neeson has... has a very particular set of skills. Yes, he does. Well, he, he does, and that's the issue. Um, Liam Neeson... Oh. That's the first sound video guy Dean's ever made, but he's not in the room. Um, so <laughs> Liam Neeson uh, is promoting a new film, which I think is actually a dark comedy. I don't think it's actually an action film. It's a dark comedy about revenge. And during an interview, he is asked, how do you understand the emotions that are going through this? And in his very sort of dark, slow, uh, gravelly kind of way, Irish voice, he says, well... Uh, I have a personal experience with this. A close friend of mine was raped and I asked her, did she know the person? And she said, no. And I said, what ethnicity was she? And she said it was a black man. So for the next few nights, I went out with a kosh, which is like a small baton, walking (laughs) the streets of Ireland in black neighborhoods, looking for a black man to start on me so that I could kill him. And after a little bit of time, I 
sort of caught myself and a lot of the emotions had drained a little and I was able to be shocked at my own degree of behavior. Nothing had occurred, but that's how I'm able to embody or understand this particular degree of revenge. He, he talks about the shame that he felt on himself and oh. said, I realized that even th- this was me feeling this in the context of living in Northern Ireland and um, seeing all of the, the atrocities that are, that are done and yet still having falling prey to that same thought loop and then realizing that actually I'm just as bad as them. And, and then, yeah, so I guess he said he had that thought 40 years ago, was it? Yeah. And so people were slating him now. They called him a racist. For having a thought 40 years ago mm. that he's well, recognised he, he, he acted on it. He, he did, did, did act on it, yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose to no consequence, similar to as you said about the fire thing where like nothing was, nothing, nothing happened. happened yeah, no... well, I mean, so the the thing that's, so do you see John ba- John Barnes, the footballer, oh, he's stuck up for him. has come out saying yeah. he's a hero. And you're like, yeah. I mean, fair enough, John Barnes. Not the first person I'd think of to call off. No, no. Very, very peculiar, that, isn't yeah. it? You know, like, Where's that connection? Do you know if Liam needed to call on someone of, like, a, a black heritage, you wouldn't be like, yeah, I'm going to ring John Barnes. <laughs> like, you'd have thought, like, Denzel. That. You know Denzel? I bet you know yeah, Denzel. Yeah, you would ring Denzel. Very similar guys, aren't they? Yeah. Like, de- like equaliser Denzel type. sort him out, wouldn't he? Ainsley Harriet. What? <laughs> what what gravitas does Ainsley Harriet bring oh, to the conversation other than being black? He's a he is a lunatic. Yeah. Is Ainsley ha- and it's not Ainsley Harriet that yeah, does the adverts for the travel down. lodge, is it? Give it good old rub. Good old scrub. Chris, <laughs> that's Lenny Harry, yes. isn't it? I mean, that's a smidge racist. Well, no, the the two similar aged British black like per- TV personalities. Okay. <laughs> I think no, I think it's actually because um, Lenny Henry has a routine where he was approached by a certain media company saying, "Can can you do this gig for us?" And it slowly transpired that <laughs> they thought he was Ainsley Harriet. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. So it, I think it's one of the routines that one, one of them has anyway. Okay. So um, have you seen all of the Ainsley Harriet videos where? He's, people have like really taken it seriously. They've gone full video guide on it and edited him down yeah, to look it's like really a quite scary. They put have like seen horror them? music no. over the top oh, and God. They, it's like, like Easy Harriet on the top of a on the top of a cliff going like <laughs> Why is he doing and then, that? He's, and then he's like whisking this thing for ages and slowed getting, down and, and like, getting going yeah. <laughs> and then he's rubbing meat. And just give you a good old rap, good old rap. And there's a whole like it's a very harrowing movement on YouTube of this stuff. Jesus, it'll be on Reddit or 4chan. It will, or yeah, everything like that. But honestly, I love how the internet does that. It just rolls with something. It's just, yeah, <laughs> and he'll, he'll have no idea why. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Liam Neeson, and then John Barnes, and there's there's been a, a he's been the subject of a, an awful lot of derision for it, I suppose. Mm. Which is mad because you are right. Like it was 40 years ago, it was. Something. The the main question is: Can someone be held accountable for thoughts that they have? Because you are right; that's essentially all that happened. Mm. And the argument is: Well, if it had been a Irish man, or if it had been a Swiss person, or a German, or a yeah. Asian, or whatever it is, the the racism wasn't racism. It wasn't racism against people of black heritage. It was tribalism against anyone from the tribe of people he, he who had attacked his friend. He clarified this later as well, didn't he? He said, I was just looking for a symbol of my anger that I could... Mm-hmm. It was an avatar, right? Yeah. He was looking for someone to outlet that aggression onto. And Sam Harris and jo- uh, 
Joe Rogan said, like hit the nail on the head. And they were like, if you want people in the world to be able to learn from others' mistakes, like that situation, you're not going to get much more perfect than this is a learning opportunity for everybody to understand someone who has everything to lose talking about a situation like this. So mm-hmm. Liam Neeson, with all of his qualities and virtues that everyone admires him for being this amazing actor and looking so cool, and you know, like he's, he's everyone's perfect uncle, isn't he, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, and this guy has had the bravery to come out, and even he, as talented and famous as he is, is still falls prey to these kind of mm. juvenile... Like, I suppose it's primal. Should he, should he not have thought it or should he not have said that he thought it? Because those are the only two things that have happened and people are criticising him. So I'm sure most people have had a dark thought at some point in and their so life. And so for the lesson is here that you're not allowed, that if you have a dark thought like that, you can't never, tell never about talk it. about it. Yeah, as, as if that's the solution. And he, got the, he got the cosh out and he walked out with it. Mm. So it's more than a dark thought, isn't it? That's what everyone's going okay. to say. Okay. Okay. So I suppose it's, that's an action of someone in a very emotional, very, he's very upset, very angry, mm-hmm. taking a step towards acting on something, mm-hmm. but caught himself before he did it. Mm-hmm. But it's still better than acting on it. Well, definitely, yeah. So it is a difficult one, though. I, I we, see that. You know, there are people, especially the, the, the thought police kind of people that try and jump mm. on things like this, they are under this illusion or lie that they don't have prejudices. As if, as if they're somehow these like beacons of, it's like everyone has prejudices that the data shows that like, so fat people is a particular example that the data shows that people who look at photos of fat people on average will rate them as less intelligent and um, less charismatic or less likable. And there's certain qualities that, or lazy. Yeah. Lazy, smelly, all those sorts of things. Like they associate it with lack of discipline, I think, don't they? And what that feeds into. And so that you know, there, there's there would be similar ones with with all kinds of minorities or, or groups of people, but well, just, any characteristic, yeah, any characteristic. You, someone who's pretend. got curly hair, someone who's tall, someone who's mm. short. And actually, you have to be able to discriminate to be able to navigate your way in the world. So it's not as if um, if you just eliminate all of that, <laughs> people be like, oh, I'm blind to color or I'm blind to whatever. It's like that's not. You're not very effective. It's, 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 it's effective impossible. actor, there, are you? Yeah, it's. Well, it's just not possible. Like you, you know, this is. Uh... It's it's the same about people who. I remember the reason I watched the fire documentary was my, like Instagram social media like lights up with, everyone's got an opinion on why he was shit, but like you don't know. You, it's easy to just look at him, look at a guy who's like tried to make something fantastic, and it's gone down the shit, and he he really made a mess of it in lots of ways. But like at one point. It started off as a great idea and a brilliantly executed idea that might have been fantastic. Mm. And no one knows how they would have reacted in his situation when they were faced with this, like, fucking hell, like, I've taken this too far. It's very easy but to sit from the armchair and be yeah. like, oh, Well, actually, most, most people couldn't even get anything to that point. I, another, so, scene, another scene mm. from the Fire Festival documentaries come in my head, which is Ja Rule sat on that Google Hangout with everyone, <laughs> <laughs> everyone in the room. And he's going like... Fucking hell, guys! Like you know, we don't need to worry. Yeah, like like nobody died, and you're like, okay, like yes, yeah. you're right, nobody died. And what's the example that he uses? I remember watching that, and thinking like it could have been quite likely people could have died on that. Yeah, like, he yeah. uses an example of like some company that came back from the oh yeah from yeah. the brink, and was like like look they Wood, they Woodstock. came. 
Uh, no, that was one of the examples that was used. That was used by the other guy, wasn't it? But it's like, you know, like, uh, oh, it's uh, Samsung. It's like, oh, Samsung, you oh, know, they're, they're blowing exploding. up phones in people's pockets. Like, you know, we, we're not killing anyone. You're like, right, yeah, maybe. You're not fucking Samsung either, yeah. are you? They had quite a lot of reputation before yeah. the phone started. Oh, well, they didn't open up with a brand new phone that blew people's legs off. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen as well, you, you will have done, because you get on flights all the time to weddings, don't you? Constantly. Um, um, have you seen now that if you drop your phone in between the seats of a plane, you're not supposed to move your seat or try and get the phone yourself. You need to bing and wait for the, the attendance to, to come. Why? Because their concern is if you have like a Samsung Galaxy Note 7 or whatever the fuck a it is, and you move, you move your seat back, crack it, Right. And It'll the work. lithium battery goes that everyone's up in fossil This is planes. why you shouldn't be allowed on a plane unless you've got an iPhone. <laughs> and everything would be much simpler because the people who've made bad decisions would be confined to the where they live. That is true. We're going to get a lot of hate for that. Rory, Rory Sutherland <laughs> says the same. He's like, you know, after a while, people don't care about clock speed or megapixels <laughs> for the for the front-facing camera. After a while, they just want something that looks nice. Mm. And you're like, well, that's it. That's exactly why. So the fact that you have an iPhone and you have a MacBook is, is that is the explanation of why it's a better decision. You are canary in the coal mine for... But you, you shop on features. You don't care about the fact. Like, I do AirPods. have this, though. This is like, okay... But Quite you, an old iPhone. If you were point. like the the Google Pixel or like whatever the latest mm. Samsung is, probably on a features per per pound basis is much better. That, that's not my criteria though. Yours so, is integration with existing. Yeah, it's it's like, convenience, integration, right? and speed of of access for stuff, which right. is why Alfred is the closest thing to my heart that anything ever could. <laughs> Where's be. your hat? Uh, I've I've got oh. it for the, the webinar. Um, Webby. George got me a lovely. Christmas present, which is a, a cap that says "Make Alfred Great Again." Um, it's so fucking good. They don't even have an affiliate scheme. Like Alfred, what are you doing? Uh, I would. Well, if you don't know, if in touch with them, yeah, they just you, love you do know that if if ninety five to ninety eight percent of people who are listening won't know what Alfred is, and they're thinking this mm. fucking Alfred fella's good, isn't he? <laughs> he's They've got a, a hat yeah. made about him. Sounds like a nice nice lad. Yeah, he's a he's a bloody good fella. I tell you what, if Liam Neeson had had Alfred, oh, he wouldn't have had these problems. He wouldn't have done it all. <laughs> So why do you have? Why did you buy a MacBook rather than a PC? Because you didn't buy it because okay. you thought Al- Alfred exists. Yeah, I I didn't. But I think use a anyone use a PC for three minutes, and it will answer that question. So, so, so many people like because where I used to work, everyone has PCs. And I, so this is, is that mandatory as well. Yeah, it's, it's just what their systems run on. So, so we we've both worked in companies where you're forced to use a use Windows a computer, and the but whole it, time you just I feel like when you speak to someone who uses a PC. They think Mac's like, oh, I can't use it. There's no my computer. There's no, you know, no control panel. What do I that, do? That that onboarding process to learn to use a Mac is about thirty minutes, isn't mm. it? Like, I think that's there's such a weak excuse to say like, oh, <laughs> it is like using the the only comparison that I can make between having a MacBook and having anything else is actually no, I I've never used Linux or or no, like I, those. I've other used things. Linux, but it's I see that as boring. like like stabilizers off. Like really good if you can make it work, mm. or you just—it's not it's like ABC. So, so it, it used. To, I think about ten years ago, maybe fifteen years ago, you, if you had a bit of developing knowledge, you could really use Linux to your advantage, and it was at mm-hmm. the forefront. Now Mac has even overtaken that, and there are a lot of developers moving over to using Mac as a as a thing. Mm. Um, and the problem with PC is that because it's incumbent, because large banks and Mm. you know lots of there's lots of corporate use of microsoft even though it's terrible and even though there's so much 
problems with it because the cost of Switch switching everything over is so large. I don't know. I've never like, ever walked into Santander or like Lloyd's and looked behind and go, everyone's got new yeah, iMac. Pros. Yeah, yeah, it just no, doesn't it's not, it's not happening. Some of that will be cost. Oh, you processing power. It's, it's so ironic because, like, if, if they add up all, I mean, how, let's say, if you were to add up all the time that you spent waiting for a computer at, <laughs> at your old job, uh, um, like, per day. Well, well not even how, that, the amount of times I had to repair my computer. Okay, so, so the number of work hours that, yeah. they, like, total labor that's lost multiplied by all the employees of the company, it's got to go into the. Buy everyone a MacBook Pro, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ironically, so buy everyone easily. a MacBook Pro. <laughs> the, the, it's just, it's like using a different machine. It's a different category of everything. Mm. See, have, you ever, have you ever played in a phone shop with a different phone that isn't an iPhone? Mm, not or for a long time. I just feel like, I don't know, obviously I'm biased, but I feel mm. like using it is more cumbersome in every way. Mm. I, I would honestly love, if, if anyone's watching this on YouTube, and you have a, a sincere objection to, or some reason that we're overlooking as like to why, why should we use a Google superior? Pixel? Why should yeah. we use a Samsung Galaxy Note 7 or a I'm LG? Really, I'm, I'm all ears. Like, I'd, I'd be keen to switch if there's some convincing so I think most, most of the people that have said to me you should switch, that it's, on, it's on either on price or because they don't like Apple. Mm-hmm. So like the, my reason, my reason for not, not buying like a Samsung Apple. is not because I don't like Samsung. It's because I like Apple and what Apple make. And everything just talks I actually to each want, other. And... I want to like Samsung. I want to like a PC. But You're just a contrarian. What if it's better? <laughs> if it's much better, then then great. Yeah. It's... So you're right. Like, but if you had to then buy a Samsung laptop to get the same connectivity, mm. you would have a worse experience than what you have now. The downstream mm. effects of changing that device are AirPods don't work. Oh, iPod. God, they really have got us locked in. I, 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 so that... iPad won't sync up. Like... Laptops you, not going to sync Even things up. like if we, we all went to a, a cafe and I had the lap, the password for the Wi-Fi and you two didn't press a button and you both got the password. Yeah. You know, so that little things lovely. like that. Someone sat and thought, what's someone's life like with a MacBook? And then let's make it a little bit easier. Yeah. And that's what they do. It's, a- Apple found So it's well. changed David's life. He he was staunchly one of these like, oh, yeah, I hate Apple. I'm yeah. not paying 300 quid for a laptop. It was a second-hand refurbished Apple MacBook. I was like, that's honestly <laughs> that's David. A that's a steal. the fucking deal of yeah. the century. <laughs> he was like, no, no, no. And I was like, look, just bite the bullet. Do it. I had, I had to bully him into buying one. He eventually did. And now like, after a couple of weeks of his ego kind of, mm. so he's been like, you know what, Yusuf? Yeah. Has he got Alfred? No. I, I have to take him step by step. He's a big technophobe, yeah. Right. But he's like, why did I do this earlier? This is such... This made my Has life. He got so much an better. iPhone. Or he had. Know. He used to have a Chromebook. I think you saw it. Yeah, it was, it was falling apart. It was held by two little threads, and like all the plastic was peeled off, and he had to like hold it like that and hold the the plug in the <laughs> socket as well. Otherwise, it would flicker off, and it would only work if you held it at a certain angle. I was like, David, you've really ran that into the ground. Like, do not feel guilty about treating yourself to a new device <laughs> at this stage. Unbelievable. Uh, but yeah. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. <laughs> New AirPods as well. New AirPods coming out in yeah. March. How do you know that? Weirdly, you said. I Googled this yesterday. Yeah. Do, do you know what it was? Your, oh, God. Is it not true? <laughs> no, no. Have I, you lied? I saw a, I saw some related video for something and it said, best knockoff AirPods, $50. Right. And there was a guy reviewing these knockoff AirPods. And then oh. the, the thing after that, I said AirPods 2. So I looked up AirPods 2. Uh-huh. And yeah, they seem, they do like a matte black version it's going to come out next month with some other features. It just doesn't excite me at all. <laughs> I, 
like my my bean pods are lovely. I think they I think the features are wireless charging and Hey Siri being. I can't believe that's not part of the. You original. just double tap it. Yeah, you double double tap to activate. Okay, I've got Hey Siri on MacBook now. Did you not have it before? No, I just have had to remove it. It's a special setup you have to do to to enable Hey Siri. Oh, what? That it just picks it up. Yeah, oh, we'll, we'll go over that in Life Hacks One Hundred Twelve. Seven. I, wow, really? Yeah, I'll, I'll, oh, I'll go through God, it. It's so exciting. Can, can we do life hacks now? Life hacks now? Yeah, 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 cool. I'm just having a look here. So it's saying that um, the potential release date will be within the next couple of months. Latest news, iPods 2, if this is true, it's so shit. AirPods 2 will reportedly sport a grippier new coating to make the plastic less prone to slipping out of your hands and ears. Another feature, uh... improved base although the design is uh, re- expected to remain the same. Another thing, which could be quite cool, would be um, that you could have biometric uh, sensors in them, so you'd be yeah, able to have fitness like tracking. fitness tracking from your ears. So, so they would about- only work when you go. <laughs> <laughs> For the people who are listening, Yusuf's making a rude gesture with his crotch. I was just stretching my arm. Yeah. Just backwards and forwards. Yeah. Um, Racking up steps. Yeah, we're going to do a life hacks episode. So, hold on. No, no, no. About that. Apparently... If you have an Apple Watch and these new AirPods, the Apple Watch can measure your heart rate, but the AirPods can measure temperature. Um, no, like volume, like pulse volume or something. What do you mean the volume? I don't know. Do you mean the I, volume? No, no, no. It to do with like the. You I, push, I don't know. Help me out, man. Help me out. <laughs> this is your. This is your bit. So, so the, the this because I know the Apple Watch has an ECG apparently. Yeah. So something to do with because it can feel your blood flowing. Like it blood pressure picks up something else. I don't know. It was in a um, it was in a TechCrunch article I read. The bottom line is that you need to buy a pair of AirPods, um, and they'll change your life. Who doesn't in the modern wisdom group have them? Just him. And did George and Jordan both get them? Yep. Off the back of Life Hacks One Hundred and One. I just I don't think I would get anything out. of The trouble is now is that it's got to the point yeah, where it's meta now, isn't it? You to get them, they'd have to be so good. <laughs> We've created, like if you, if we've created an entire narrative. If you got narrative them immediately around. and they were like, these are quite good. And you and got, one and of the like, people yep. and I'm like, these don't stay in my ear properly. The sound's a bit rubbish. Like, you've got to charge them separately. It, mm. I just, and it looks like you're wearing a tampon in your ear. The whole thing, the whole package just doesn't do it for me. I think you, what you're now doing is... is Justifying yeah. post hoc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see why you'd think that. <laughs> <laughs> However... Because also... If we got you some, that would, I think, make it worse. I, I would honestly be annoyed at you. if you Because I know my birthday's coming up and I know that you've probably, <laughs> you, you've, you've probably like, considered it. And I will be very annoyed. Like, and I'm not just saying, this, oh, guys, don't bother, don't give me anything. Like, I'll, I'll be actively upset. Do you remember, okay. what, do you remember what we got him last year? This ham. Last year. Ham. Got him ham. You don't eat ham. You just, you, you just like to, to like, we AirPods. Ham. AirPods are the audi- audible ham. <laughs> AirPods are listening ham, <laughs> but you, you got you try a, a bit of the ham. I did. It was it was all right, but it was so. It was a palm, the palm, the ham. You palm, said you really liked palm ham. Palm yeah, ham. yeah. So had, what else? I had a slice of it. Shoe, like, they got the shoehorn. Shoe the same one that got video, the video game. engine birthday oh, card. Shoehorn's incredible. Like it works as a weapon as well. Yeah, Dean has one. The ham was okay. Mixed bag on the ham. It was a Parma ham, but people have said to me afterwards, oh, you shouldn't have just eaten it on its own. You have to like... I it was like a baguette or something. Yeah, like, It's like, like someone buying you like a rotisserie chicken and you're just eating it cold out of the packet. Yeah. I see. And I was just like, oh, it's yeah, all right. It's but okay. I see. Because um, we were late to go to Coop because we had to go back to Amy's house so you could put the Parma ham in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And this time, I think you're going to have to go back to charge the AirPods. External oh charger, fine. Um, before we go, what have we got coming up? What episodes are we going to do coming up? So we're, we're going to do... Oh, this may come out after Lifehacks 107. So either in the past or the future. Of podcast We land. may have done or will be doing. Yes. Lifehacks 107. Yeah. Um, what it's really like running a business. Yeah. How to survive after university, after we had that one requested. That, the, tr- the trouble with that is we've got to go up to death, haven't we? Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna run out to survive because it's everything after university. So bear attacks, yeah. nuclear holocaust, <laughs> famine. Bear attacks. It's the first thing I thought of. I mean, the, the trouble is, I don't you know can't you get to. attacked by a bear if you're at university. So yeah. you're, all those bear, things happen after. There are bear freeze on because you once you matriculate, matriculate, they, they open the gates and you see massive fields and it goes on for miles and there's bears and yeah. battles and. Have you not asteroids? Have you not seen it? Like when you open the gates from university, it's just a bunch of like bears. sullen bears. You know, like kind of just kicking their heels on the floor, and you're like, oh, smoking, 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 wearing leather jackets, with one foot against the wall, or right. leaning back. <laughs> I just can't believe how fast they run. Bears, bears, terrifying. They run fast. Oh yeah, but like proper clumpy, run much as faster well. than you or I could run. Shit. Yeah. Mm. I think the trouble with seeing a bear or be a bear that has decided I'm attacking him is there's nothing to do about so it. So I've seen the survival guys where they say you need to like put your hand over your head and go, yeah, yeah. Oh, make yourself as big oh and God. scary as possible. But like, I, I would still not back myself to try that and think like, I really hope whoever wrote this isn't just having a laugh because otherwise like... You're dead you as better, fuck out. Yeah. You are so dead. Dead um, hard. Dead especially a bear with a tarp. Told you about Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? On a bit of a buzz. Yeah, yeah, he's on a backy, he's on a backy bus wearing a leather, wearing a sleeveless leather jacket, like torn off. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. dusters. Yeah. Just say bear on each of them. Piss and hate. <laughs> that was one of the Woody Rathers, wasn't it? Like a bear with a, a bear with an axe or a shark with a shotgun. The trouble with a bear with an axe, so, so a bear doesn't have opposable thumbs and a shark doesn't have hands. And it's underwater. A shotgun it's probably still, still shoot. Like, where's the shotgun? Is it just mounted here? Oh, so the, shark, the shark has to go like harness and then it shoots because <laughs> a shark doesn't have a neck either so it's it, just thick it just it? does that with its head well you, you could argue that an in, a shark is all neck <laughs> <laughs> it's just a so face a attached shark, to a neck it, isn't a shark it? Is, it is the most terrifying thing I, I honestly can't think of anything worse than big python for me big squid for me really you know, like the, the giant squid yeah, the shark yeah, yeah. Is, a, is a big tube of muscle they swim 30 miles an hour man like, Ten foot long. Even if you could punch it as hard as you could, and it wouldn't. You just have out. to bucking bronco it, like grab it, hug it, and just hold on. Like, I tell you what. Uh, I tell you what. You should follow on Twitter, which is definitely worthwhile. Is extinct ant- animals and rare animals. Right. If you search that, they're both quite big, uh, <coughs> quite big Twitter accounts, and they just put up like all of this mad megafauna shit from five million, fifty million years ago. It's like here is a extinct giant chipmunk. That grew to be eight feet high and had like Jesus, like Christ. those things that had six eyes, things that had like horns coming out of their head. Why should that not around now? Well, because so boring. There, was, there was a number of large extinctions, and then mammals won, and we're part of that. Too. I went to see Brian Cox. Shit! I, about that. I can't fucking believe that you went to go he see him. Absolutely, absolutely. He'd blow your dick off. Well, just space time. Just yeah. being having someone explaining, in, using a graph and maths. Space time. Anyway. He was saying on Joe Rogan that 
they've basically for this show they're just filling the entire back of stadiums with LED screens yeah. and they have i think it's like 100 and something square meters of LED paneling oh, and that's then so expensive per show they just fit it so like metro radio arena might be like 60 but then mm-hmm. they're playing like wembley and it's like 90 oh, and then they're playing God. somewhere in america and it's like oh we can only get 50 but they just go in and apparently the engineers are just like clacking these very, things it's very cinematic so as he's speaking he's like so they've got the um so interstellar the way they create a black hole in interstellar mm-hmm. is with an algorithm that morphs the the backdrop so they he, they had a star backdrop so black black sky and stars run this algorithm and it creates a black hole using what we understand of the science. So it's a, it's a simulation, not a rendering? Yeah. Because then it's an actual simulation. So they plug in the, the um, universal constants to wow. this. So it's, it's, it creates this. Yes. So it is accurate what you see. It's exactly like, how yeah. it appears. Yeah. Goodness me. It's, he just thinks everything's going to be absorbed ultimately in black holes. I love how we sat down for this being like, mm, I don't know if we'll have enough to talk about. Yeah. It? We've still got <laughs> shitloads to talk about. Being attacked by a bear. Space time, fire festival. The only problem racism. is, you come to the end of this and you're like, how do you title it? Yeah, I don't know. If you've got any ideas for what we should call this series, we were going to call it Catching Up or just Samsung like Catching Up. Samsung vs. Apple. It's just buy a pair of fucking AirPods. <laughs> That's what it should be called. We could try get progressively bullied into If, we, if everyone sends us a quid, we'll buy you some AirPods. <laughs> easily, easily. I'll, I'll have to, but then that'll cause an admin hassle for me because I'll have to go and find everyone who donated a quid, return it to them, and. <laughs> Just sell sell a pair of AirPods and then. So you're gonna you're gonna pay for the AirPods using one pound donations. Well, if, that's like, one, if you're it? crowdsourcing it and then you get the AirPods, I have to then return the AirPods and find everyone's pounds uh, and give it back to them. Anyway, um, what else we got coming up? So we got the house five. Oh yeah, I I sent you that screenshot of that girl who is teaching your threes to do power poses. Uh, and they yeah. call it the superhero pose. So we did an episode on confidence. It's when you were away. You were at a wedding. Um, I think I did the confidence one. You did confidence. We you didn't do. Oh, maybe you did. I, I can't remember. Another anyway, one. yeah. Um, oh, it's how to get lean. Um, and in that, I cited a, a erroneous study about power poses, and now it's been trickled down to some year three. You, you're affecting kids' lives, Chris. I, I genuinely am. I'm really sorry, but is there is you apologising. There is a primary school teacher that's making kids do that, and they call it their superhero pose. Um, and I said, "That's really cool. Would you be able to send me a photo?" She said, "Yes," but now she's had to check with each of the parents individually. So you've caused her an admin fucking huge well. amount of downstream. I'm like message to the other day, and I'm like, like really, okay, yeah, yeah, you don't need to do it. Like, I don't really mind. No, 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 no. To be honest, they'll probably get a placebo benefit from it. Hmm. Yeah, like, will. if they think it's doing something. It's the, most, it's the most reliable effect in all of pharmacology, isn't it? It's like when you ask you, like, your Pakistani grandma asks you, like, do you like some food? And you're like, oh, I'm a bit hungry. No, it's all right. No, 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 don't worry. I will. Like, oh, no, no, no. oh, fuck. She's gone. She's away. Nana, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> I, I will make... I would do it, and she's like cooking up biryani and like a, getting the chicken. And you're like, no, 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 it's alright. <laughs> Don't worry, none of you. Um, you know how a, if you take a drug, there's a there's an effect of the drug, like an intended effect, mm-hmm. and then usually a side effect that may we may either understand or not understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is that the case with with the placebo effect? Can you get side effects from placebo? Like, is it if if is placebo anything that can be measured? 
And if so, is there a side effect? Oh, I see. Yeah, so you, you can influence neurotransmitters and um, the, it's, the crazy thing about placebo is like you can actually produce almost any sign. Like you can produce skin signs and um, like if you give someone what they think is an allergen, they might start getting like a, a rash or so. Wow, yeah, unbelievable, think, man. Yeah. So, the, so quite, you, and there would be no side effect of that because like, it's just your body reacting how... I suppose you could get the side effects that someone expects to get. So well, oh, the, the, the amazing thing is like the expectation and the power of the mind on all of the human systems is, it's so weird because it, annoyingly it's like you have so much control over your body, but you don't have that control. It's like... Something it's, else. Just, it's just buy-in, isn't it? But, it's yeah. like, the, the which is why the preamble to so much of this stuff is so important. Mm. Like if you sell someone, and this again is obviously why... Even if you know... So if you write on a on a thing like memory pills and you know that it's sugar and you're taking it, even though you're the one that put the sugar pills in the thing, it still has an effect. So placebo doesn't get negated by knowing that it's placebo. So then it must get it must be down regulated. So if if I so back when I was seventeen and took tribulus, (laughs) are you saying that because I thought this is working, this is going to be the that there might have been some change, or is it not? Are we not yeah. talking hormone level? No, no. Really? Well, like, could do, yeah. So actually knowing that it doesn't work is the worst thing that can happen to you? <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. I suppose also, like, taking a, a, t- a tribulus at, at 17, like, you probably suppose, yeah. probably have all of the, the signs of high testosterone anyway, so... Mm. You did, didn't you? Jacked. I don't know what you mean. Just swole. Jacked, 17. I mean, I, I, I feel like I had quite a high testosterone when I was 17. Allergic to nuts and jacked. Yeah. Yeah. So um, another thing, did you see that the How to Survive University, I sent you this screenshot, got shed around a bunch of schools in Papua New Guinea? It's the internet, man. So Mental. there was there was a, a guy that contacted me and said that I don't know whether it's expats with kids out there or whether it's um, Papua New Guineans <laughs> that are coming over to university in the UK, but basically said, like, we've got a lot of students that are 16, 17 and are going to go to university over the next year. I've made them all watch How to Survive University wow. because I think it's it's all of the stuff that they need to know. Shit like that makes me think, like, what did I say? Like, what did <laughs> I know? What well, the, we the, the level of responsibility is so much higher when you realise that people actually listen. It's annoying when it's only post hoc and you're like, oh, oh shit. But, but it was quite a good episode. We should just get, like, a big, like, big warning screen at the beginning. Like the following is just an opinion. Not medical advice. Yeah. Please heed. Like legal you medical. Said is a doctor. <laughs> you are this, but the following is not medical. So, so advice. I'm going to have to start um, qualifying. I am not your doctor. Because you right. can't say not a doctor yeah. because you are. That's hilarious. <laughs> what was that, Tony Robbins? I am not your mentor. I'm not your guru. <laughs> I am not your doctor. <laughs> yeah. Let's get you on Netflix. I'd love just, to see you on Netflix. Oh, I'll tell you what. Another awesome statistic for you that Daniel Sloth gave Sloth Daniel Sloth gave me and Video Guiding was that to record Jigsaw and Dark for Netflix single show hour and a half ish or so of recording 40 grand each per episode 40,000 pounds to record an hour like 90 minutes so that's nowhere near as much as I thought it would be what to record yeah, 90 minutes mm. of stuff 40 grand and to get it on Netflix no just to record it. Like the cost of the cameras, paying all the actors, and it must be like 30 people. It's a, it's a comedy special stand-up show of him on his own. 
Oh, I thought you meant Dark, the uh, like the, the German TV show. Oh no! So it's a. Was that what you were thinking? No, no. So it's a comedy comedian stand up on stage, ninety minutes, just him, uh, recorded right. to the spec that Netflix require it to be done at, and then he did it. And what he did was he'd funded it out of his own pocket. Did Netflix pay ahead of time? No. So he was doing this, and it hadn't even been picked up by Netflix. <laughs> So, but his agent was like, look, like, fuck it, you're doing this tour, you're doing your routine, and he does a new routine every year. He's like, look, you need to... What, so you make it to the spec of Netflix just in case they put in a bid? In case they want it. And that's oh. what he did. That's how, and he'd done both of these things. And apparently, like, the last show of the tour, and it was the one that he'd recorded for Jigsaw, pretty much, like, that day or the next day, got off stage, called from Netflix, we want it. And the way that they did it, they will, once they accept that they want it, they'll front you the cash because not everyone's got 80 grand lying around. And they said, got 120 grand for you here. And he went, thank you very much. Cost me 80. Pushed it back to them, like took the money, gave them the videos. Wow. So you, so there were presumably people that are going broke by making a production. That Running out of working work. capital, essentially. There must be actually, yeah. So is there, so he, must be he profited that in that instance. But is there is there no? He gave them the balance back. No, no, no. I think so he, he, I think he the took profit. the one. I think. But is there any other gain from having a show on Netflix? What massive exposure? Like he's is all that it? Conan O'Brien and so I don't know whether he actually gets paid for it. I'm going like to guess they they'll have to buy. It. They'll have to buy the thing. Because I've often wondered. So, so Darren Brown is a good example of this. Had a bunch of Channel Four documentaries and has put them all on Netflix now. Mm. And then he's done his most recent one for Netflix. Yeah. So, like, how is that money? Maybe it's not. Der- maybe it's like it's the Channel Four legal company. team that are then because they own the rights to distribution. It won't be Darren that owns the rights. I don't think so. Definitely won't. And then also, Spotify. If you're a band on Spotify, do you get paid by listen minutes? Or? Yeah. So you get paid per stream, but it's a, a it's pittance. It's tiny, 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 tiny amounts. Um, it just all feels very much like the because if it's not in it for the content producers, the quality content is just going to plummet. Over time. Well, that's all, all mm-hmm. the... But I suppose that it just becomes the buyer's market for content. Like, if Netflix have a monopoly on on content or Spotify, <clears throat> yeah, you can sell your, your stand-up show to Hulu stand-up mm. or whatever, and mm. no one's going to care. And so then people start putting in bids and broking themselves potentially by... Because there must be shows that don't make Netflix, but they've recorded it to the specification. I don't yeah. think... I think based <clears throat> on what Daniel was saying, the way that he did it is very alien. Like most people oh, okay. fronting it and having such a big dick that they think I haven't been asked to record this, but I'm so confident in my quality that I'm going to do it. Make it. And he done it. So he had no hedge. That's <laughs> he's doing it anyway, though, isn't he? Zero so stop. He's loss, recording, the, but not at the spec of Netflix. Right. So like, he's taking a small risk. He's taking a lot. Like I don't think he'd have. Like he wasn't. He was recording them and put them out on YouTube, but it wasn't. It would have been like five grand or something probably to have got mm-hmm. it done. Like. Who was really annoyed at Daniel Sloss for the, the windy neck in comment on Twitter? Do you remember? Where he was like, it's so arrogant to assume that out of all the people in the world, there's only one of them that's good enough for you. Wind your neck in. Yeah. Like, so there's a, number, a lot of people got cross. A lot of people. And we're, the views are picking up. There's this weird thing that YouTube does where it's like, there's a little hump that you've got to get over. And we did it with Sargon and it's happened with Daniel as well now. And it's like, it just sort of trickles along, trickles along. And then it just gets over this ridge and it just fucking freewheels away. So we've done like more than 50% of the views over the last couple of days, even though it's been up for like nearly two weeks now. 
it's it's, it's whether because we have that with our videos like the the videos that have a lot of views keep getting views mm. videos that have no views get no views it's mm. true so there Very must be dumb. a this is one for maybe Video Man Dean can do a cameo but he, 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 you can't hear them. him and you can't see him when he comes in front of the camera nothing happens anyway so to finish could just be code right? yeah it's lines of matrix code what else have we got that's coming up we're going to do um, so life hacks maybe relationships if anyone's 104. keen on it we need to do the Instagram funnel. Instagram funnel God. oh yeah uh, life, I think we've got enough for a life fails as well if you uh, so I've got I think you've, you've got enough for our entire podcast yeah. <laughs> I've got under life fails so I had one it came to me in the same way I've been keeping, keeping a life hacks diary I've been keeping a life fails diary and a life fail came to me noted it down but I was in the gym and I was like brilliant I've got one because I didn't have any mm. noted it down in the gym went back to training what did you note it down on did you have your iPod shuffled just or? on notes just on, on your notes. phone yeah Ah, okay, so are you, are you bringing your phone to the gym now? I need to for programming, which is slightly annoying. Uh, but it's, I'm pretty good. I'm still quite like disciplined yeah. with it. Uh, hey Siri, yeah, I could have done. But even while you're in a handstand, hey Siri, See that? double tap. I can't do single arm handstand. Um, that's a selling point. So, handstand, hey Siri, <laughs> you wouldn't even have to do that. And I've got that's life fails, point. and I've gone back and I've had a look, and I've just written the word anal. Oh, God, and I'm I mean, like. But are you about to say forgotten? Yeah. Hey, no. I hate when that happens. Sometimes I'll I'll like I'll be like, oh, I've got an appointment on a calendar, so I go to the the date and I just write nine a.m. twenty first April, and then you get to the time and you're like, oh no, <laughs> this could be the best example of that is what you told me that you went to see Yusuf and he was sat eating a bowl of spinach, <laughs> and you're like, why are you eating spinach? Well, that was you're successful. Like, I don't know. It's in my calendar. <laughs> well, well. Because I trust the research that past Yusuf has done. But surely it's so. It's, it's like when we go. It's like when we go to Coop and you order a whole chicken, and we mm-hmm. go, "Why are you doing that?" And you say, well, "It's because I need to eat more." Because you can't just if you just have spinach the one time in a bowl. No, but if you just eat more when you're at Coop, like that, surely that needs it to should be, become a habit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, the, so <laughs> what would have been probably a little bit more accurate would have been had a reminder come up as I arrived at your house saying, "Remember to eat," and you'd have been like, "What?" How much? <laughs> why? When? Mm. Like at least the anal thing would have been like it, it would have prompted me. At least I'd have been able to remember what I was talking about. But I have no idea what it is. So it may come back to me or it may not. Does but, anal not trigger anything? Because anal's not. It can't relate to that many. Not, things. I don't things think it was yeah. about anal. I think it must have. I must have written something. It's auto corrected it to anal, and then I've. So I don't know. Call. call oh no, that's that's T nine, isn't it? <laughs> Remember the old, like, number yeah. of texting? Right. Cole, cock, and anal are all the same combination of... knowledge of stuff like this. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, right. Uh, thank you very much for watching. Please do not forget to press subscribe. Share the episodes. Propionfitness.com will be linked in the show notes below. And make sure that you go and check out... What should they go and check out? Go check out the episode with Rory Sutherland uh, from a couple of weeks ago. That's good. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.